Welcome to See Our Studies. Join us each week as we take a deep dive into the Word of God, start a conversation, and discuss how it applies to our lives today. What is up, Crossroads Podcast listening folks out there in the podcast world? Uh, My name is J.D. Lowry. Um, I'm joined... A lot of podcast readers that might be following along. I'm I'm joined... Podcast speakers. Joined by our senior master pastor... Oh, Jason oh, Collins, yeah, uh, and as well as JD, thanks for your time at Crossroads. Yeah, <laughs> this is it. It's been it's been a good run, guys. As well as Wesley Barnett, Hello. Um, one of our teaching pastors, and then uh, Zach Collins. Yeah, obviously you're in our student ministry, mm. um, and we also. It's a good thing you guys can't see what's happening right now. <laughs> it's just awkward. Um, yeah, so we are continuing in our Advent study, um, walking through the weeks of Advent. Um, but before we do that, I do kind of have a couple questions. A lot of times with uh, the holidays and Christmas coming up, mm-hmm. people have different traditions. A lot. One for me is we love to play board games. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm curious, mm-hmm. you guys' favorite board games, what, what you're into, what you enjoy? Monopoly. Mm. My favorite. I think Monopoly. Uh, I love Monopoly. Has a game of Monopoly mm. ever been completed? Or the have you ever completed like real many. estate domination. Many. I mean, I'm a business uh, degree major. Shout out UNT. Um, Everybody back up. Entrepreneurship <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Go Mean Green. Um, but uh, yeah, I love Monopoly, man. No, like hardly anybody else likes it. Shout out the Smiths, Ryan, Deanna. Thank you for liking Monopoly. They have about seven versions of it. About the only people that will play with me. Aren't they all the same? They just have different space names. That's true. Question about the Mean Green. Um, So the Mean Green, but then there's the Eagles. Yeah. But the Mean Green. I don't know. Can I stop you there? Can I stop you there? I don't know. They're the Mean Green Eagles. They're Green Eagles. I've never seen a Green Eagle. That's the North Texas thing, their original habitat. In Denton. What? Oh, is that where. Wait, Green Eggs? Yeah, and ham. Green eggs yeah. and ham. So we're coming oh, from, okay, come yeah. from Green Eagles. God, how do you not know Dr. Seuss? Wow. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, guess, I guess some people got their education at Dallas Baptist. Uh, so. <laughs> but you know what? We all know what a, we all know what a patriot is, and you're, and, and you're looking at them. All right? Okay, so Monopoly, though. But here's my deal with Monopoly. I feel like growing up, we never made it through a game of Monopoly because it became very apparent who was going to win yeah. very early in the game, so it was pointless to it's play. Demoralizing. Yeah, and yeah. then you know somebody always ends up crying because you know heartless businessmen. Uh, yep. Yep. And dang right. And so it's <laughs> Addie would always when I play with her. She stopped playing after the two times I think. Yeah. Uh, when the last time we played was probably a few years ago. She called it the Great Depression whenever I played with her. Mm. That's how much she <laughs> disdained Monopoly. Fair enough. Yeah. So big fan of several. Um, I went through a season of being really into exploding kittens. Um, okay. If you never if you're familiar yeah. with that, um, throw throw burrito is pretty pretty fun. Old school Trivial Pursuit, um, but my family won't really play that game with me anymore because my head's filled with useless knowledge. Fair enough. Um, and then currently, m- four out of five members of the Collins family are super into the game Nerds. Yep. Man, Nerds. Respect people who are good at nerds. I am not one of those people. Well, I I receive your respect. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> who who won last night? Who won last night? I did. Oh man, we need a dose of humility over here. Stat. I won in my heart. Okay. Oh, there it is. Wes, there you go. What are you into? Board game wise. Um, Settlers of Catan. Yep, that is yeah. true. We like Catan, although we have not played in over a year. 
um, it caused our biggest marital discussion. We've ever had. <laughs> discussion. <laughs> nice. Um, oh, so we don't. We really have a caller on the show for the first time <laughs> yeah. ever. Caitlin Barnett is yeah. calling in um, to discuss the word discussion. Yeah. <laughs> To be fair, I was right. I was just playing the game. She oh. just never got to play because you, know, you can put the robber on somebody and then they can never go. Oh, she's yeah. mad. I did yeah, that dang. for the whole game to my wife, which is so dumb. Um, oh, that was a but, stupid move, man. Yeah, there were only three people playing. so uh, <laughs> Trying to get a win. Yeah, whatever that's right. Takes. Always got to win. Was we Cheeto the, the third one? No. We liked the game by Felicia. Um, wow, we really like really that game. Never heard um, of that. Yeah, it's super fun. Yeah. Uh, mainly because Caitlin can play with like some attitude because you have these token things and you can just throw them at people whenever they <laughs> lose. So, so if you're looking for some game ideas uh, as we roll into the heart of the podcast, uh, buy Felicia. Buy Felicia. You there can we go. Buy, buy Felicia. Buy, where, buy. Where can you buy? I think you can buy it at Walmart, Target, Amazon, wherever board games are sold. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. We are we are not sponsored by by Felicia. No, we but, are not. But we are not sponsored by by Felicia. Generic um, sales guy. Yeah. Wherever board games are sold. Are you can you do the fast talk of the um like side if I had a I, script in front yeah, of me, I could do it. Yeah. Okay. Could read well, the fine print. Well, we will. I guess move on. Um, Let's go. Merry Christmas, everybody. We are continuing in our Advent study. Talking we're gonna. Sweets, Sorry, I was doing background music. Go ahead. This week we're talking about joy. Joy, 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 joy to the world. Um, the Lord has come. Yeah, I. Unspeakable uh, joy. Joy, <laughs> unspeakable. Well, we are we are talking about joy. Um, in Luke chapter two, um, I'm gonna. Is it okay if I just read the Christmas story to us? For Absolutely. That'd be all right. I would love for um, you to. If you got any, you know, if you, you're listening like at home, you take out, <laughs> yeah, you turn on the Netflix fire thing at your fireplace, mm-hmm. you can turn that on, get yourself, get yourself some hot chocolate, and, and listen I think that's to just an the Christmas thing, story. JD. We I turn like, on the Netflix fire because yeah. we don't have a real fireplace. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think it would be tough to get a, you know, because you got to get wood and put it in there. Anyway, we're going to... <laughs> I turn on the Netflix. Yeah, we got Luke some fire sounds. Chapter two. Luke chapter two. I'm gonna read verses two through fourteen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Verses two through okay. fourteen. <laughs> In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee to the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, uh, the time came for her to give birth, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling cloths, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Um, we're talking about joy. And in this section, in this passage of scripture, uh, I see, obviously we see this, the text, what the angels declared to the shepherds. We bring good news of great joy. 
Now, before that, it's interesting um, because we live in a world where um, joy is kind of hard to come by. Um, and I'm going to talk about this here in a second, but I do want to open up with just a question for you guys. Joy is hard to come by. People measure joy oftentimes wrongly. How do people, like if I were to ask somebody what joy is like, what might the world say? And then we'll come back to what scripture would say. I got to feel good all the time. Be happy all the time. Um, it's like, you know, uh, you ever met one of those uh, annoying, I mean, uh, happy people that are like just constantly like, you know, just constant state of euphoria yeah you almost feel like something's wrong with them uh like i think that's how we tend to want to define it at least you know in my opinion yeah mm. yeah i mean i would say the same thing i mean it's just it's about it am i happy yeah like do what makes you happy follow your heart happy 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 people yeah they yeah. C- synonymous like happiness and people would think happiness is joy mm-hmm. and joy is happiness right mm-hmm. but that's not what it's it's walking outside on Christmas morning to two new Lexuses in the driveway, and everybody's happy about it, and no one's thinking about the payments. Yeah, I can't like right. uh, that. Still blows my mind that, that, <laughs> yeah. that they think that's a good marketing strategy. Because every time I see that, I'm just like, I would just be so mad. <laughs> right. Like, oh, great! Thank you for this thousand dollar car payment. Right. Right. On exactly. This Sixty thousand dollar car. Yep. Um, but scripture would teach something else about joy. Um, what what is the Christian definition of joy that you guys would say? So I have one written down, but I, you, you, what do you guys have? Do you have some thoughts? I mean, I just think about the idea of like my kind of disposition and happiness apart from my circumstances based on my relationship with Jesus. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, for me, it's the idea that like it's assurance that God is in control in every detail that I have in my life. Um, that ultimately everything is going to be all right, mm-hmm. and it's a choice to praise God in every situation. That's good. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, it's for me. I was going to say it's like it, it joy is. Um, it, it's like a feeling. It, we talked about peace. It's almost like a feeling of peace that is not contingent upon circumstances. Yep. Um, it is. It's like you know you'll be happy if somebody gifts you a new car, um, but you know that car gets totaled or a tree falls on it like your your happiness is gone because the thing that it was based upon is is now gone but yeah. if you base your joy and you base your, your joy on the lord and he's never going to leave never going to fail you um you find that joy but um in this story it's interesting um because the shepherds they begin their their experience here filled with great fear um in the text it talks about how uh, the angels shone around them and they were the shepherds were filled with great fear and then if it continue, it says, and the angel says to them, fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy. Um, the great here for both of these words is the same word. It's the Greek word megan, which is great, big. But the interesting definition of this is surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are filled, as a, an angel shows up before them, they're f- filled with surprising fear, which makes sense, right? Because if, if an angel showed up here, you might be surprised. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially for them, they're coming out of the era of silence. So yeah. there's the, what we call the intertestamental period. There's 400 years where they have not had a new revelation of God. And now an angel appears. So, yeah, I would say generations have come and gone. And now God is showing up and sending a message to his angels. Surprise is probably a perfect description. Yeah. Uh, has, has there been a time in your life when you were like surprised, like surprised by bad news, surprised by fear that you can think of? Yes. 
Well, what's an instance of that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, me too. I've got a thought, but I'm just curious if there's any. I mean, for me, um, I, I, I mean, I can I can associate the joy, the, the idea of joy and and fear and a healthy fear. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, anytime that that Crystal um, in our young married life said, "Hey, I'm pregnant." Yeah. Right. There was an, an unbelievable amount of joy, but also a healthy realization of fear, fear for a number of reasons. Like one, we've been entrusted with a life like yeah. that is a weight. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like, man, there's, there's so much responsibility and so much change. This is going to alter everything about our life, our schedule, our, the way we do things. It's going to, there's a financial, uh, re, you know, component to it. Like, so there is fe- these unknown fears. How are they going to turn out? Are they going to be okay? Are they going to be healthy? Like mm-hmm. those fears, but then joy mixed in with that because like, we're just, so excited that to see this miracle that God's created and and we get to be a part of that yeah I uh I mean I was thinking in this story uh, recently was surprised with great fear um (laughs) my uh I it was a few couple months ago um driving uh driving home um from lunch and I get a call that my wife has been in a wreck and my wife was nine months pregnant at the time uh, filled with this like surprising unexpected great fear and it wasn't necessarily healthy but it was like it was like it was real um absolutely terrified of what had happened begin speeding home um and begin speeding to the wreck and found my wife there um she was okay everything was fine but it was very very scary sure um but something that's interesting there in this story these angel or these angels show up to these shepherds and the shepherds are filled with great fear and then a couple of verses later, they're informed about this great joy that they could have. Now, the only thing that separates those things is the good news. Because um, the angel said, "We, who, speaking to these men who are filled with great fear, he says, I bring you good news of great joy. Um, now, the good news is obviously, the, what, what was the news that they're bringing, Zach? That a Savior was being born to them. Yeah, it's like, because unto you is born this day, like in the mm-hmm. city of David, a, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. The, yeah. the Messiah had come. Um, and I mean, Wes, can you explain a little bit of the concept of the Messiah and who, who that is and why that's so significant? Jesus is the answer. But um, it's the idea. For the world today. Yes, for the world today. Above him, there's no other. <laughs> Jesus is the way. There you go. There Jesus it is. is Thank you. Um, yeah, so Jesus is going to come in and um, save a world, kind of what Jason was talking about. God had not spoken for 400 years, but mm-hmm. the Israelite people had been promised a Savior. And Jesus is going to come onto the scene and. Um, be born in a manger, born of a virgin, that idea of walk a perfect life um, all the way to the cross and become the savior and sacrifice for the world um, and then rise again to give us hope, joy, peace. Yeah. Love. <laughs> hope, joy, peace. Amen. Yeah. And like it's, so you're, they're filled with it, this great joy. And I think that's sometimes we, even despite the, the chaos and all the things going on around us, like these, these men that were filled with great fear about these angels swarming around them, but they're also filled with great joy because of this good news. And in that, they can find this, this good news, this salvation that God is coming to them. He's Emmanuel. Um, whenever Jesus was born, it said that he is, he's Emmanuel. He's God with us. He is, uh, uh, Caleb Turner talked about how he's, mm-hmm. he's the mighty God. Like, this is Jesus. Um, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Jesus is this God, and he has come to be with us. And he will, we're going to find out next week when we talk about love. Um, that he, it is his great love for us that he came down here to die for us. Now, 
this joy that we can take hold of is because ultimately our biggest problem is being solved in Jesus. Um, the illustration I was thinking about for this is, uh, for those of you who don't know, Wes is a significant Rangers fan. Um, and did the, what did the Rangers do recently that was pretty exciting? They won the World Series. It's yeah. Pretty, yeah. Uh, really? I didn't know. They did, yeah. Yes. For those <laughs> very you, excited about that. For those of you who don't know, um, we, we all have a, a mutual friend, uh, Scott Harris. Um, mm mm-hmm. A scale of one to uh, ten, how big of a Rangers fan is Scott Harris? Twelve. One million. Yes. Big, big Rangers fan. Big Rangers yeah. Scott Almost Harris. as big a Rangers fan as me, to be oh. honest. Wow. wow. So he's coming in a solid third behind you and me. Okay, cool. But what wow. – <laughs> does he have Does he have a college team that he roots for? No, he not does. really. What, yes. what is well, I don't know that they're a team, but it's the, <laughs> the Texas A&M Aggies. The Texas A&M Aggies. Giggum. Giggum, right? Uh, Texas A&M Aggies. Now, if those of you don't know um, – Wes is all, Wes and myself and Zach are. You're in college football, kinda. No, I am into it. Uh, I'm into it. Me and JD are in college. Into college We're football. in college football. For those of you don't Coach know, Prime. Uh, is there <laughs> is there an arch nemesis to the Texas A&M Aggies? There is almost the whole world, but the Texas Longhorns. Yeah. The Texas, specifically Texas Longhorns. However, the Texas Longhorns are currently given a spot in the, if you guys could see the, the face that Jason is making because he does not care about college football they've been given a spot and Jason what is it called that they've been given a spot in uh, the ridiculousness of postseason college football <laughs> okay college football playoffs. they're given a spot in the college Bowl football games playoff. that don't matter teams that d- just get placed in certain orders Keep based going, on Judy. some group of Keep people going. that we're getting we're getting somewhere okay. decisions we're getting somewhere I saw Scott last Sunday uh-huh. Um, the day that the Texas you can be in the Wasabi Bowl. The day that the Texas football Longhorns were given a position in the college football playoff, and you know, the, I, I saw him and I was like, Scott, I'm sorry. And you know what he said to me, Wes? It's all good because the Texas Rangers won the World Series. The Texas Rangers <laughs> won the World Series. Yeah. It's all good because the Texas Rangers won the World Series. He is a man who's choosing to place his joy. Not in the Lord first. In the Lord first. <laughs> but his sports joy, not, his sports joy, in, yeah. not mm-hmm. in something that is hopeless, hopeless, but in something that has been a good thing for him, something that is, that is true and that is, that is joyful. Now, it's, it's a ridiculous illustration. But if we were going to look at that situation and apply our joy to Jesus, to somebody who has been found victorious, even on our worst day, mm-hmm. we can claim joy in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think for us, like, it, it's, it, there's such a reality of, I mean, a little bit, I mean, just tying the old to the new, like, what it must have felt like for them. Uh, all the anticipation that the Messiah was going to come back has gone after 400 years. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, we, we, we wear out waiting for 15 minutes. For 400 years, you've given up the hope that that joy is going to come rushing back into mm-hmm. your reality. And so you've given up all the things that associate with that joy. So when that joy shows back up, other things come like screaming back into like your life. That's this reality that love still does defeat hate, that, um, that forgiveness is going to triumph over sin, that joy frustrates our enemy and adversary, um, and that Jesus showed up to claim victory. Like all of those things suddenly come right back into the conversation, into the thought process. Um, and, and that's the same thing's true for us. In, in our worst moment, God, God did not show up in the world to make um, this world perfect um, from our mess. He showed up to do perfect things in the middle of our mess. Mm-hmm. Um, and that brings joy into our life. Yeah, maybe 
maybe you're walking through this holiday season going into Christmas and you have this question of how am I going to make it through this? I don't have any strength. I'm reminded in the Psalms where it says it's the joy of the Lord that's our strength. Mm, yeah. So when we look at our circumstances, we look at what's frustrating us in the world, we look at things that seem impossible, the thing that we hold on to is the joy of the Lord, and that is what strengthens us mm-hmm. every day to walk through our life and our challenges and things that the enemy throws at us. That's right. And, and again, that's not that's not related to happiness necessarily. Like right. It's this idea that my joy comes from God is in control. Everything is ultimately going to be fine if I put my faith and hope in Him, mm-hmm. whether in this, this life or the next. And I can praise Him in every situation, good or bad, challenging or easy, because I can trust that all things work together for good for those that love the Lord and are called according to His purpose. And yeah. so like that is where my, my joy is on a stable foundation, not on this shaky thing of just human emotion that sometimes, you know, isn't inherently evil, but it often leads us in the bad direction. Yeah. I, uh, now kind of back to the <clears throat> story. My wife had this wreck. Um, not a couple weeks later, uh, great fear was replaced with great joy for me. Yeah. Um, and then my son was born. Um, now my joy is not contingent upon my son. I recognized in that moment, wow, the Lord's been with me this whole time. Um, I've been joyful this whole time because of who Jesus is and what he's done. Um, and I'm, because of that birth of this this son, I can praise the Lord, but also I can praise the Lord in the midst of the storm. Um, I, my best friend um, a couple weeks ago preached his brother's funeral, um, and he got to declare Jesus to his family who's mostly lost mm-hmm. um, in the midst of this heartbreak that they're experiencing. And I saw him filled with great joy despite great pain, despite great sorrow, because ultimately his biggest problem, his sin, has been secured, has been taken care of. And in the midst of sadness, he still can find joy, yeah. not because of who he is or what he's done, but because of who Jesus is. Yeah. Um, and so I talk about the happiness and the excitement of the birth of my son. Uh, the birth of this son here 2,000 years ago is what can, ultimately, this is the good news that can bring us great joy um, where we can find peace and hope and love. Um, and so if you don't have relationship with Jesus, mm-hmm. if you are walking through life and you feel de- frustrated, anxious, um, striving, spinning your wheels, uh, trying to chase after this happiness, um, I would encourage you, great joy is not found in success in this world or, or money or, or relationships. It is found in Jesus. It is found in the Son who was born 2,000 years ago in the city of David. Um, and so I echo what the angels say. Um, this is good news for you, and it can mm-hmm. be for great. It can, you can experience this great joy because of who Jesus is and what he's done.